20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to get you some quinine. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. What about my three-way? This is a new generation of swingers. Waves of it coming at you on Friday, Saturday. By Sunday, your nuts going to be drained. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Swinging Around, the sex-positive podcast about swinging and sex. Hello. Hi. I'm Danny. I'm Heidi. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Holidays 2020. Yes. So, as we're recording, it is December 23rd, so Christmas Eve Eve. And we will have gone so many months without swinging. That's true. So yeah. many months without swinging. And, like, we've gone time before like with children, but it was self-inflicted, just being too busy and breastfeeding and whatever mm-hmm. like just being busy and and not missing it but man i miss it and so i feel actually i don't know if this was on the agenda or not um because i didn't write this one but um let's talk about that for just a quick moment i know that um so we've talked about on the show that we're not comfortable going to hotel parties or any kind of um parties right, right now and we know that uh we don't know the uh, rates that have uh coronavirus that have happened at parties locally but we do know unfortunately so um naughty nolens which we really um we really like we endorse we there's a it's, yeah. a it's a great time they had pushed and pushed and pushed their the yeah, usually the, it's the, in july the 2020 yeah it was going to be in july and it got pushed and pushed this year and they finally decided to go forward with it in november and normally it's like two thousand people attend this year yeah. it was 250 from and, the article we read and i get um just having gone last year, I get all the emails from Bob and Tess from, mm-hmm. or I wouldn't say all the emails, but I get, because I don't know for sure, but I get emails from Bob and Tess. Like, um, so I knew along the way, how, like, you know, what they were thinking, their mindset. Um, and then after, you and they know, took every precaution. I mean, around, people were yeah, tested they did, before they, they went, a, people a were antibody tested, like all and kinds of things. I got an email, uh, around, it was like around Thanksgiving time or so, uh, talking about, the rates and what had happened at not not in New Orleans, and it was, um, like sixteen people out of the two hundred and some. Right? Was that what it was? Um, no, it was sixteen percent. Oh, sixteen percent. It was like forty people. Forty people. Okay, and yeah, Bob Bob did an interview with one of the local well, New Orleans newspapers, and, okay. and I, I read that article. I only also I, I did I didn't read the article. I just read his email. Yeah. And the email, and I knew the number sixteen. So, um, so this isn't no way to disparage the par- um, them. It's just talking about. It's sort of like just justifying our, at least our decision, not to get back into things, even though a hotel yeah, and other people might be like, "Wow, only sixteen percent walked exactly. away with it." Like I could have taken um, the chance, like, but it, it did seem like a lot, um, relatively speaking. And they did, they had, they did tons of precautions. You had to get tested before you went and that but it still hit there and i don't know how the playrooms were set up or error all those details i know there was a i believe there was a playroom um because i remember in one of the emails uh bob saying that the hotel didn't understand why this event needed to have playrooms and what type of event it was and um and i recognize that it's tough because i'm sure that they would have lost a lot of money because you have to rent these places and Uh, you know, you put you put money down, anticipating all the people that are going to attend the event, and you'll make your money back and more. And that's why you hold these events and, and things. And it's a great event for um, at least not in New Orleans, all the seminars and everything. But and there's a great article about this. If you just search for Naughty in New Orleans 2020, mm-hmm. um, there's there's a really excellent article. It's it's written by Bob, and it goes through all of the precautions they had. Apparently, they didn't even have a dance floor because New Orleans outlawed dancing. They, and he writes, I've seen Footloose. People will dance, even if you don't put in a yeah. dance floor. They, they did everything they could, so there's yeah. no there's no disparaging that. But it's still, it still hit. The coronavirus still hit um, Naughty New Orleans, and 16%. And I mean, you know, it's 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 a toss up. You know, that's less than one in five. So if you went, you know, I mean, the odds are you wouldn't you wouldn't contract anything. But yep. 
you never know. And then you're going to, so it sort of just was like, well, that's a, I, I sort of had the thought like, man, that was a, that's a bummer for them. Um, and Bob even said like, where I'd have done this again, I wouldn't, and knowing what I know, I wouldn't have thrown it or, you know, we, we wouldn't have put it on, but they didn't yep. know. And they had pushed it off and pushed it off from July. And then they, um, and so this is just not to keep it hyper-focused on not, not only just parties in general. Yeah. They've just been super open about it. Like more yeah, so than like, like with, within their community, it was easier to get open. information. Yeah. And so you sort of get transmission rates, um, at least at that one, you know, that one week long event or so. And it, and, and, and it just confirmed to me that no, it's even though we might be itching, there's, there's hotel parties that are happening around. Yep. Um, it's like, no, we're not, we're not quite ready. And, the vaccine is like here. Uh, it's it, it, it's happening. Uh, uh, it's still really early in the phases, and so yeah, and, um, and we will be at the end. You know, we'll be in phase two when you know when Michigan rolls it out, yeah, which is yeah. general pop. But not, not so not to start this with a downer, but um, it was that was just. I mean, it is yeah. sort of sex in the news, swinger news that. Um, I mean, I guess it, it's it a just, bummer. It just confirmed what we suspected would happen because I don't know um, the the how it went, but like once you start to hear, you know, once uh, attendees start to hear that there was, you know, uh, somebody was sick and they had to go get tested, like did things, you know, did the atmosphere at the at the party or you know the, at the event change? And you spend a lot of money to go, you know, if you fly into New Orleans and things, and so right. I feel bad for everybody. Well, I. No, they probably all had a good time. There's probably people who had a good time. And actually, probably a lot of them didn't even find out about this until after the fact. Yeah, I mean, if you read Bob's Bob's thing, he says that it started the Monday after where he got a text from a couple and the woman tested positive and the husband tested negative. And that was right after the trip. And they were both negative before the trip. Now one's positive after the trip. And then all of a sudden he starts... And he says, well, then I had five people who texted me and said they were positive. And then it was 30 people, you know? And so yeah. it just kind of all snowballed from okay. there. That I, but, I forgot. You know, or, I mean, that's, either, that's um, the risk you take. And it's, it's been a few weeks since I've read it, and I don't, didn't remember all the details. So it, it actually didn't come out until after the event was right, over. Well, right, right. But, but I'm, people, I'm itching to get back, I guess, is my yeah, point. Yeah, like, me I, too. But you hear that, and it's like, okay. It still spreads. It's still even, even with every precaution under the sun, where you test everybody who's coming beforehand, there's still... Well, With the way that the test isn't always reliable, there's still knowing, potential that someone's got it. So again, we've complained about Michigan here, our um, hotel parties. I have to imagine we haven't attended. We we attended the last one we attended, I believe, was in February. So before things really got crazy, yeah. and I have to imagine that um, the hotel parties—they're not probably. I mean, I bet they probably are taking people's temperature as they're coming in. But yeah, but they're not doing more than that. It's probably not more than that, well, and no. it's it's just. So it's going to be a, a lingering risk for quite some time because it's going to take a while for people to get yeah. to get the vaccine. Yeah. So, but so we'll at, see. At least, I think twenty twenty one will be the year to get back. Uh, yeah, hopefully. but we might be getting back in smaller groups. I think to begin yes. with. Yeah, like, that's true too. Couples and friends that we know before we start going back to a bigger party. Oh, I yeah. would be surprised if we went to a party in twenty twenty one. Yeah, Honestly. I, well, but, but I would not be surprised if we fucked another couple. Wait, and, wait, did, did did you just say you wouldn't be surprised if we didn't go to a party? Or that we did. I'm doubtful that we'll go to a party. Okay, in that's, I'm on the same page. But I, I although, sure, sure want to fuck someone else. I, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't <laughs> have to keep my fingers crossed for a Halloween party, though. I mean, Halloween is that it's pretty late in the year. Yeah, I just know, like, so we'll we'll see, we'll see. But so only about half as many doses of the vaccine have been distributed as initially planned at this point. I think it's going to be slower than anybody's well, anticipating. So nothing, none of the like stuff that I'm like, you know. Um, I, I've actually backed off how much I'm following just news in mm -hmm. general. Um, and But none of, nothing that I'm hearing is like reminding people that, hey, this is like there's going to need to be two doses. Um, mm -hmm. People are like, oh, I'm getting the vaccine. Well, it's, you get, you get like, you, it's like three and a half or four weeks later. Like three it depends four on weeks. which, yeah. It's, um, but one even, one even of the, the two is 21 days and the other one's 28 days. I don't remember which of the two, Pfizer versus Moderna, but they, they have different So wings, when wings, we're saying wings. that people are getting their vaccine, I mean, no. Um, it's only the, dose one. For yeah. the most part, it's dose one. So then you're not even fully vaccined until later. So really at this point, unless you were in the trials, Mm -hmm. nobody has the second dose yet. No, no. Because um, I know that um, uh, the University of Michigan, they only got their first doses just like two weeks ago. So like nobody's at uh, the, the, yeah. the second round. 
all right, well, after that, so after that, uh, coronavirus fine. I, I guess a- what it comes down to is I'm 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 well, itching I'm itching to to just get back into the scene. So we yeah. watched we watched an episode of Swing again recently. Yeah, that's We've been true. We very very slowly doling <laughs> that out to yeah, ourselves. That's true. Every and every little while we watch an episode of it, Swing. It just so. makes me miss that atmosphere, like the the warm, inviting. Like there's there's not a lot of inviting like get togethers and, and that sort of thing right now. And, and just like the atmosphere and the culture of being, being with your people. Well, that's I miss the, it. That's the interesting thing because it's, it's all conflicting in terms of, yeah, there's not gatherings of swinging. There's just not, there's not gatherings, gatherings in, in general. general. Yeah. Like you, I heard in the radio or like we, we were coming home from somewhere and on the radio they have the state of Michigan or, or whatever has like an advertisement, like, you know, stay home, keep it, keep everybody safe. So that way they're alive for next year's like, yeah. and my thought was, Yes, that's great. Scare tactics. It's scare tactics as well because I'm like, I have grandparents. That, that was actually like I uh, have grandparents who are still alive, and I'm like, I don't like why quality of life for them. Well, yeah. quality of life are you know is my grandpa? He is really not in good health. Is he going to be alive for next holiday? Like when, anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, he's he's older. He has so, breathing issues. So I'm like, like we actually haven't discussed um what what we're doing, and I want to see them in some way, and it, whether or not it's you know just. Um, well, it's, it's partially up to them, and, and, and they've made it clear they don't want to have a, a big get-together no, either. No, 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 but I um, want to We could see do a drive-by. Well, true, true. But just in general, swinging or not swinging, it's mm-hmm. – it's, I, I think we're all itching to get out there, but we got to be safe, especially swinging. Swinging because it's very intimate, <laughs> obviously. Oh my. Well, and I you're, mean, it's crowded. You're jam-packed. There's 100 I mean, people to, in a small dance floor. You're trying floor. to make intimate connections yeah. um, sexually or – or on a dance floor like just dancing as like minimum you mm-hmm. know talking at a bar at a minimum i mean you're trying to get these connections yeah like um un, um so actually that leads us to we do you want to talk about hump making connection like ways to like connect yeah um so we talked about hump in the previous episode sort of the film festival that started mm-hmm. that started off where it had to be in person yeah. at a theater and they destroyed the prince shoot afterwards. your own porn basically shoot your own porn and so see yourself on the big screen we had said last episode that there was an uh they were doing a virtual and that it was coming up soon a virtual so we, best of and so we we uh paid for our tickets and we did that and what what did you think i had a good time i think it was about an hour and a half and we saw oh maybe 15 or so short films and I enjoyed it. Did I walk away turned on and ready to fuck like when watching a porn? No, but I didn't go in with that expectation either. I wasn't quite sure. Although what there to was expect. some that were there was some that were hot. There were some that were funny. Mm-hmm. There was some that I all think had were, nudity. Yeah, yeah, they were all sexual in nature, in the broadest sense. Like they weren't trying to be like um, you. They weren't well. I guess like. Um, well, some so, had more of a narrative than others, and some were they comedic were in trying, their narrative. Yeah, they were, some had more of a narrative. Some were just trying to be kind of um, erotic, but also kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, some were just trying to be super sensual. Like, yep. like the very first, um, the very first one was a very sensual one, and I think that was Parcheesi. on purpose. Yeah. No, no, I don't think it was cheesy. No, it was called Parcheesi. It's oh, Parcheesi. Based on the game. Yeah. That one, and I think that was put there on purpose to sort of ease people into, yeah, get you into, into it because it, it was really very sexy. We're not going to go into the details of the videos. Uh, we probably shouldn't just because they're. Um, I, I mean, it's not a big. I mean, we're a we're an audio medium, but this just to respect sort of the boundaries of the um, the idea of hump is these people that you submit your videos and they're sort of safe. This is the like you see them. Um, either at the at the theater under nor- usual circumstances or these screenings, which aren't recorded or anything, you have to watch it during the set time, like a mm-hmm. live stream, and you pay for it too. So there's or, there's a financial aspect to it exactly. as well. But but I will say, and I and I think this isn't going outside any any allowable bounds. Um, with this best of, there is a wide variety of subject matter. Like yeah, there there, were, there there was heterosexual, there was homosexual, there was. Um, trios and threesome well threesomes is a trio but you know what i mean like there was there was a variety there was of transsexual in there too yes there was so um and so the, yeah there was a there was, and they're all uh, fairly short well they have um, to be under five minutes um some 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 were hot so, some got as hot where we could have sex some some had us busting up laughing yeah uh, won't go into details but the one where the two women are having a conversation about doing um oh, that one, one was really funny one one person needed to do something after 
something. It, it, it's just they're very funny. It, uh, that's a classic debate too. <laughs> um, a very classic debate. And so we, I, I certainly recommend it. Oh, I would too. Yeah, and, and I would recommend the best of. Now we didn't, we haven't seen an actual like annual version, well, but it, but assuming it has the same kind of variety of of short films to watch, I would recommend like if if they have a twenty twenty one or whatever. Well, I was just about to get to that. I got because I am the one that signed up and bought the tickets. I got an email. So the submission for twenty twenty one is January eighth, but. I believe it's like January 20th through March. They're having like six or seven oh. streamed events um, to watch the 2021. Yeah, let's check out the calendar and pick, we a, should. pick a date and get it in the calendar because I, I would like to do that. We should. So check out check out the Hump. Um, everyone go check out the Hump Film Festival. Heidi, will you look up while I finish talking? Look up the actual website so we can give them a shout out there. But yeah. part of the reason I said. We're not affiliated with them. But we oh, enjoy no, we're that. not affiliated um, at all. But who who knows? We've I've thought about you know maybe in the future doing something like you know creating a video or something like you you did humpfilmfest.com. dot com. Okay, you you humpfilmfest.com. dot com. Yep, and Excellent. it's starting right. January thirtieth through March sixth, so that's probably like five or six weeks. So yeah, and and there's like six or seven events. And part of the reason that I brought it up when I did is because I mentioned um, connecting with other people. And we're not comfortable with parties right now. Thirteen, actually. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. And um, I was reading; they're doing some interesting things. They're doing some just normal watches, normal normal live streams. Although I guess they're not live, but normal some normal streams. And then there's other ones where um, you have to be nude while you. Yeah, I you, see that. You have you, to be nude. Have, nude keep, only viewing party. You have to keep your camera on yourself, and you're not supposed to do sexual acts. But you just are just watching. So you're it. not you're not jerking it or no. Anything. You're just watching, you're just watching on your it couch. Nude. Watching news. Interesting. What else is there? I know there's watch. There's with, a central there's watch with Dan Savage. So central like, Europe and West Africa screening. Okay, so watch watch live option. Australia screening time. Um, Betty Wetter and Cookie Couture um, will be a part of it, which I assuming they're um, known show people. Yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar, but yep. Watch live with Dan Savage. And let's see what else is here. So that's interesting. There's only one nude only option. That's on February 27th. I think there's one where it's watched with um, some of the performers and actors in the. Oh, there is. Yeah, watch live with select hump filmmakers and performers. That's yes. interesting because when when we watched it, it was it filled up your whole TV screen. And there's video. another just watch live with other hump fans. So I assume that that would just be like. Uh, on on a side panel. Yeah, I was gonna say like our the setup's got to be a little bit different for when you're actually watching it. Um, and there if there's any any uh, when, when when you're watching it with a group and that's the point of watching it because like when we watched it, presumably there was a group watching because that was you know a time to watch it and mm-hmm. you have to watch you have to be there when it's being streamed. It's not recorded right. or you can't watch it after the fact. And so I assume we watched it with people also, but it was really was sort of a solitary experience. Yeah. It was you and I watching these clips. Dan Savage sort of gave an introduction at the beginning. Yep. But, but it could have it, all been pre-recorded. Like outside of the fact that we had to log in by 9 p.m., we could have just been watching it on our own time because there was no interaction at all. I sort of liked the I, – I was a little bit bummed when I read that the nude only, like it's – um, it says in the description, like, no sexual activity, just you have to keep your cameras on you and just be nude. I was like, it'd be kind of fun to be able to, like, to not have that restriction. Like, I mean, if people just watch it and, and to have the rule that you have to be in the nude, but to to make the rule that there can't be sexual activity, I wonder if that was, just, if there's some legal reason behind that. Um, but, so... So this is interesting, too. So the general admission is $25, and it's actually 30 to watch nude live. So um, it's more expensive for the the extra portion of it. But, yeah, it says nude viewing party option. Um, No clothes allowed. Nude viewing party attendees must keep their cameras on throughout the screening. No sexual activity during the viewing party. No recording of any kind will take place. Just a fun celebration of naked bodies while watching. And it says it's monitored by hump staff. Any violation will result in removal of the viewing party. Be naked and be respectful. It's pretty cool that we just sort of got into the – learned more learned about the hump film festival and we're able to watch one just a couple of weeks ago and then now, and now there's another and one. it's already coming up the 2021 is already yeah, coming up i agree um and you can buy tickets now so they're on sale 
So that was humpfilmfest.com, correct? That's correct. And we're not affiliated at all. No. But we but we but we're fans. It was and it, we like it was to, fun. to promote things and that we it support. It really is we... familiar. It really uh, is um um re- reminds me of what you'd see at the uh the Detroit Dirty Show. They have the erotic film festival there and you'd see films just like this, mm-hmm. amateur style films, 5 minutes or so and so you'd see that. And one of even one of them even said like taken on the iPhone whatever like mm-hmm. And, um, oh, that, that, that reminds me for anyone who's listening, a local, uh, Michigan listener, the Detroit film festival has been, um, postponed. It usually Detroit film in, festival. You mean or the, the or dirty the, show? The dirty show. Yeah. The, 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 the Detroit dirty show. Usually it's in February. It does not say that 2021 is canceled. It is just indefinitely delayed they don't know when a date is going to be which but it's not doesn't bother me because i would love it to be in a warm time frame it's always in february and it's freaking cold and you have to park so far away <laughs> that's true and, and you, walk around and in your women, tiny little skirts yeah the women's shot the, the women's the, the women's yeah all us women's are half naked the, and the cold. women dress very sexually um and yeah so it, it wouldn't bother me yeah if it was later in the year and it was warmer yeah. So that's all I have. So would you ever want to submit your own? You kind of briefly mentioned. Yeah, that I mentioned. You yeah, about I would. It. I would have to think about what it would be. What what kind of so, what kind of vein would you go for? Like, would you go for funny? Would you go for? I don't think I'd go sexy? for sexy. I think I'd try to go for something sexy. And would we be the stars, or would you? I don't know. You're really putting me on the spot. I, I'm curious. Like, what's I in have, that Danny head of yours? I don't know. Um. I have no idea. Because there's something hot about having like actors or people we know, but there's also something hot about it being us. Yeah, that's um, true. But, but also potentially frustrating if you want to get certain shots and then you have to stop and reset up the camera and I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Or you have to have someone else film it while you fuck. I mean. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's, you know, this is a swinging podcast. Uh, that's true. After all. So another thing I wanted to talk about is kind of, kind of a goal for us, but also something that we've just been fucking around with, playing around with. Um, I have this Kama Sutra book. I actually got it oh, last year. We're getting into the sort of the meat of the episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, what, a half an hour in? 22 minutes. The whole episode is the meat, as far as I'm concerned. That's true. It's like a clamshell, and you, you slowly open the clamshell, and there's that beautiful little pearl of the meat, also known as the clit inside. We're at the <laughs> clit, so to speak. Anyway, um, we have this book. It's actually... Kama Sutra and Working Out book. It was It was a stocking stuffer for you last year. Naughty Santa. Yeah, I, I got it just from the local Barnes & Noble. No, Naughty Santa got it for oh, me. That's, oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that dirty old sto- man. Put it in your stocking, yeah. Um, and so, well, uh, just perusing the the, uh, the aisle, the... The, the sex area isn't, like, that big at, like, a regular Barnes & Noble a- a- anymore. And... Or ever? I well, it's every section I feel like is getting smaller. Like they've introduced, like oh yeah, they have toys. Like our Barnes and Noble, a huge least, kids I, I can't section speak to, and records. Our local one, they they have a, a big music section now. They have a big, like almost the back third of the store is like toy section. That's true. Yeah. And so I think I'm thinking all sections are getting smaller. Yeah, that's true. Um, I couldn't even find the last time I was just there shopping for a Christmas gift for my mom just a couple weeks ago, and I couldn't. I might. I probably just missed it, but I couldn't find the like, the like pop culture and philosophy like section because mm, i mm-hmm. really like those books you know like simpsons yeah. and philosophy or superman and philosophy or whatever i couldn't find like that section of books at all and i feel like that still exists i like that's i like walked all around and i mainstream. could not find it but so the sex um area it wasn't too big sex so I just, and well-being yeah i just perused last year and this one stood out because it had a lot of positions and yeah it's we, it's got a nice little form factor too it Kind of mm-hmm. fits in the palm of your hand, but it's got over 300 pages of well-illustrated positions. And it sort of was a little bit different because it, sort of, it comes at it from, here's a lot of different positions to try, and here's sort of the muscles that they work out. Not that you're trying to get a workout in, but just like, hey, here's you know maybe some ways yeah. to do some some different positions. And also maybe oh, just take note. I mean, you're not doing this for a workout, but just take note of like, you know, how it's working different muscles and, you know, uh, requires different muscles for the, and it's, 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 I, I think it's pretty cool just in general. So what do you think generally? I like the book generally because it, I mean, you'd like to think that there's only so many ways that you can put a pussy and a penis together. I mean, they're the midsection of the body. So, you know, in my head, I'm like, there's only so many ways you can put a penis in a vagina. 
But then you look at the book and it's like, oh, I can put my leg there and you can put your arm there. Oh, and if I bend my back like that, like there's, it kind of just opens up possibilities. Mm -hmm. And even though every position in here may not actually feel the best or, um, you know, be, some of them are more strenuous than others. I think it at least opens your brain up to different things that you can do and different ways you can contort your body or things you can use as props or things you can lean on. So um, I'm generally, I'm all for it. Um, but I think of the 300 positions, there's maybe 10% that we're going to be are like, yes, that's a winner. That's the, kind of my prediction. Yeah. Our goal, uh, we said we're, we're, we're going to talk about a handful of positions tonight and we're going to go through them, but our goal in 2021 is to finish is to go through and do all of the positions make a you know uh plus or minus if we like the position or not if it's a go back to position mm -hmm. and it'll, it'll be fun it'll be fun to go through them all i agree plus it just gives us like something new and unique to do because we're not fucking other people so if we're gonna just fuck each other which i love fucking you i don't want to like <laughs> i do I, I love having sex with you but if we can at least keep it interesting and if one of the ways we can do that is by me sitting on your face in a different manner, I'm I'm all about it. <laughs> I agree. So, you know, I used to think that, because you've heard of, everybody's heard of a missionary, everybody's heard of reverse cowgirl. You know, there's certain positions that kind of have common vernacular, 69. Um, so I thought when you picked up a Kama Sutra book, a position is a position is a position where they would all have like the same names, but they don't. Like, it's very clear to me that any Kama Sutra book out there that you could pick up, it's probably going to have some of the very same positions, but they all have different names. So <laughs> it makes talking about them, I think, very difficult because then we actually have to describe, like, okay, he puts his hands here and she puts her body, you know, because there isn't, like, a common name for any of these. And some of these positions we've made up our own names for because we don't have, you know, whatever the Kama Sutra name is. Like, there's a position that we do that we just call fish. Well, I call it fish. I don't know if you call it anything in your head, but... <laughs> so... The book specifically, um, you, you just went and grabbed it, is Kama Sutra Workout, Work Hard, Play Harder with 300 sexual, Sensual Sex Exercises. Now, I don't mind. Like, I like a good, hot, sweaty sex session, but I never look at sex and think, oh, I'm going to get a workout in from this. Like, and, do you? And, uh, no, no, no. And it says, swap the gym for the bedroom, get toned, flexible, and fit with creative Kama Sutra positions designed to work your body and blow your mind. Man, you really got to be having like a lot of sex every day for it to be your workout and tone you. <laughs> like to me, it's an additive, not my actual workout. But hey, to each his own. So it the form. So just before we dive into into positions, the form factor is really nice. It's small. It could fit into a. It's but it's not compact necessarily. But it's a it's a kind of a smaller size. Yeah. And it'll fit into a nice stand. Nice. It's not overly graphic. Not that it matters, but it just. Um, it's it's a uh, it's more than stick figures. It's kind of cart. It's more than stick figures. It's kind of cartoon drawings, but sort of in a realistic fashion. And each position uh, says which which muscles it works out. Shows the the position, and like how strenuous it is for yeah. the man and for the woman. It would have been nice if it was um, actual pictures or photographs. Of, but I, I think the I I actually prefer the cartoons. I think the illustration works than, either than way. Having well, pictures. it would just be hotter. It would just be it would be hot to like. I mean, although that would take it from being like this isn't pornography. I would say it's uh, yeah. com like it's like a sex positions guide. But so if you take if you actually put photographs in it, then it actually turns it into yeah pornography. Well, and you might want to be a little bit more careful if you have kids around and just mm -hmm. keeping it your nightstand or whatever and not every position works for every body style like as we learned even endeavoring this like i'm short and so some of these positions like i really have to be like oh let's let's line that up can are my <laughs> arms long enough for this like <laughs> you know so and and so even then there's some positions that i bet will work better for shorter people and taller people would have a tough time like when you're um sitting up with your legs bent in a crab kind of position like mm -hmm. so you know like i said earlier some positions are going to work better for others so i appreciate the the cartoon factor so so in the very back of the book they've kind of done some homework for you because the first 250 pages or so are just you know position 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 like one position per page on average some positions take up two pages and then in the back they have um they've sorted them where they have what they call sessions 
where they've put together basically like three positions for you to do three to four that you can do like in a row and they'll call that like your workout so i picked uh a workout quote unquote and there's some that are they call romance or new sensations or down and dirty exotic and erotic uh playful passion they just came up with fun little names <laughs> so so i picked like a set of three and then i just kind of went through the book and picked a couple others that just the names of them or the look of them sounded intriguing and then last weekend we had a dirty session and just kind of went through it so we have checked off what like eight out of 300 mm -hmm. so you know we're <laughs> making some progress right <laughs> although, we're almost at three percent yeah that's true although one thing that, have we gone through what we need to do is go through and look for normal ones that are i mean is yeah missionary just regular missionary in there doggy like yeah there the, are and, the and i did you, the, the position that you just call fish like what's that is i'm sure it's in there but yeah. i don't know what the name is yeah i'm sure there's a number of of positions in here we have tried so so i picked a playful passions session and the positions we tried were sexy supergirl down and dizzy tug of war um, best foot forward pointed passion and then we ended up figuring out on our own one called rear entry when <laughs> when we were trying it was not anal <laughs> no i know that's misleading isn't it <laughs> well yeah without describing it you'd, you'd you'd think that um so i think in in general um my takeaway was that i think we wrote a minus or like a eh, we don't need to do this again on almost like all but one yeah that's position. true but it was it was it's it's really fun even if the sex positions that you're getting into are a little bit different like it's kind of fun just to get into them and then just try out different things even though you're yeah. like even though you can tell like even as you're getting into the position you're like no this is not going to be a great nope. position or after like you know 10 thrusts you're like okay this position is not great just just doing it doing something different doing something fun trying new positions is 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 fun yeah like like the sexy supergirl is actually a good example because the girl is basically in um, for anyone who does yoga in like an upward dog position, so your your legs are parallel with the floor, on the floor, your upper body's up, like you're on your arms, and then the guy is like on his knees, and the girl's body is like in between him. It's really hard to explain Kama Sutra positions <laughs> vocally, but it just didn't work. Like it was kind of I found that it was mostly we were we were basically just doing like a version of doggy style, yeah, because. Like you being on your knees that way, it was tough to thrust. And then me being in, in upward dog position, like parts didn't align properly. Like it didn't work out well. And we were just like, eh, let's go, let's just do doggy instead. So actually, before we continue on with more positions that we are going to talk about, I want to talk about this is our first time. This is um, just checking out a Kama Sutra book and actually taking it kind of seriously and not just perusing it at the bookstore or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think it's great just because there's positions that you've never even thought about that and it's just it's a it's it's something else that's fun like you might have a flogger in your bedroom that's fun you might have a sex swing that's fun you might have um yeah whatever your toys are your you know your favorite vibrators or whatever you have this is yet another it's, it's not a toy itself it's but a it's a tool in your toolbox it's a tool to to spice things up to have a sexy night like we've talked about just having sexy nights um just with your partner or with whoever mm -hmm. and this is another tool that we, I, I almost wish we would have gotten and checked this out sooner because you just can have it. Well, I've had it for a year. So. Well, that's true, <laughs> and we haven't actually gotten to it for a while. But I'm, I'm glad we are getting to it because it's just like it's just something else you can do for you. Like, hey, let's check out. Like, yeah, like, let's just you know take take this take tonight and let's let's try out ten new positions. Well, or and, whatever. and it's interesting that you said take tonight because I think I have this this general assumption or like idea in my head that oh anytime we're going to add add in something additional be it a flogger be it this book whatever it is that it now takes what would have been maybe a 20 minute sex session and blows it up to an hour and a half and frankly that's actually not the case like no you, we, you, we tried six different positions but we were probably in each position for maybe two or three minutes mm -hmm. it was a normal sex session at the end of the day it didn't really expand out the time and like I like a, a nice, tight sex session package most of the time. Like, we have other hobbies we like to do in the evening. I like to have sex with you, but I don't always want it to be this main event where it's an hour and a half long. And and so I think in my, I need to get over in my own head that we can have a 
20 minute or half an hour sex session and still incorporate these other things into it. Yes. Yeah. And you can do that, but also there can be, there, there's, um, times when you do, when you want to have a longer, like, yeah. Hey, we're going to just, the evening tonight is just doing sexy things. And, um, yeah. But I, I always equate like incorporating something other than just you and I fucking into it's, it's an all night event. That's a great, and it doesn't need to that's be. That's a great point. No, it doesn't need to be. It can just be, the yeah it, it, it you could just take the um, amount of time that you because people lead busy lives and things and um I, I mean we already t- we it's it's funny because we do talk about like slowing things down taking it you know taking your time to you know to be with your partner um but sometimes you don't you want to compromise and maybe you want to have a you want to you want to spice it up but you also don't want to make the entire evening right um, well sometimes it's like the kids are in bed sometimes you do yeah i want to have sex but i also want to watch an episode of whatever show we're watching but it's also like well we haven't used this in a while we haven't got the we we haven't got our the flogger out in a while like let's do that and like bring there it's it's um incorporating the flogger doesn't have to be 20 minutes though yeah when yeah you can it, it can just be part of the um your session and it doesn't have to make it take necessarily longer. And same with the same with the book, um, the Kama Sutra. It's the same thing. Like, yeah, we didn't spend an entire ton of time. It was probably a half an hour. Mm-hmm. We got to just and we um, just got to go through the positions. You know, we discussed a little bit, like, oh, which 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 one was fun. And then we actually went. So we'll we'll keep going because we actually went back to one and decided to finish in one of the positions we hadn't done before. But it wasn't a position that I picked out. So. Well, it was, oh, yeah, that's true. So Sexy Supergirl, we said, meh. And then we did Down and Dizzy, which imagine um, your knees are on, on the bed or on the elevated surface. Could be a chair even. Um, both the girl and the guy's knees are. And so the girl is down on her forearms in what would be like a forearm plank elevated because your knees are on the bed. Then the guy's over top of her and in from behind. So he's like fully up extended like in full plank and she's on on um forearm plank so it's it's basically like an inclined uh doggy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that was good we both we both enjoyed it but it was also like a, like why not just do regular doggy yeah so i was i have a shoulder issue that's going on right now um so i didn't want to be in that position for an extended length of time so we we're just like meh but still fun like <laughs> i wouldn't have thought to to extend off the bed and be like arms on the on the ground and knees on the bed Mm -hmm. so you know another one that was it was worth trying and so then we did one called tug of war so in this one we're both sitting on our asses like facing each other Mm -hmm. and um you're inside while we're facing each other sitting with like your legs um like knees bent basically and then you extend one arm to grab each other and you use that to like thrust like you're like pulling each other's arms hence the tug of war so it's like a bicep workout mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and personally i've never really gotten off that great when we're just having like sitting up looking at each other forward sex like we've we've had sex in that position before i think that was your impression too if i remember yeah i'm i i don't it's it's sort of a novelty i mean it's it's interesting when you think about like sexual positions being a novelty because yeah but there are the like go-to's and the go-to's are there for a reason and then there's novelties and then there's ones that are like really good you can finish in them but you, you just don't do them that often but then there's then there really are novelties where it's like we're gonna go to this position just for just for fun for well, like a I, moment i find and it hard to thrust in yeah that position. I, well and i think um sitting sitting in that position is where we're both facing each other sort of our knees are both kind of up and intermingled um it's sort of a fun position for just. It can be intimate because you're really looking. Yeah, you can at be each very you're, intimate. You can... you're sitting up, you're looking into each other's eyes. Mm-hmm. But I, it's hard to thrust because you're both kind of just like wiggling your lower end, and yeah. and your legs, the way your legs are, you you don't really get good leverage because you can't really use your legs very well. Hence, like using your arms to grab and pull each other. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to leverage. So the, gra- the that was kind of fun though. It was and like. It, <laughs> I didn't even notice until you said, like, you know, hold firmer that, like, it, you were having a hard time because I wasn't being as firm, like, uh, yeah, I was with, like trying with, to with thrust, grip. but I needed to grab your arm. I was like, can you, can you, like, pull back a little bit? So, and you're like, oh, and then I got, yeah. it did get better. Yeah. It takes two, babe. It takes two. <laughs> and so then we did one called Best Foot Forward, where the woman is laying uh, on her side, like, sideways, and then the man penetrates that way. Um, 
you know, like full straightforward. So you're almost like making like an L mm-hmm. shape. And and the thing about this one that separates it out from others, the one, reason it's called best foot forward is because the lady is supposed to take her upper leg and push against the guy's chest while he's thrusting. It did nothing for me. No, it, that one was but, a bust. But yeah. generally speaking, lady on the side, like the L shape, we do that position all the time and love it. I don't have a name for it. Yeah, that's true. Have you ever th- given it a name no, in your own no, head? No, I haven't. I haven't either. I always think of it as just that side thing, sideways thing we do. <laughs> <laughs> so the foot on the chest was a bust, but going at it from the side, I like. You, you like when, Especially when there's like a little curvature in the cock, it feels great. But not with the foot. I didn't need the foot thing. Now, if I was wearing heels, could have been a Ooh, totally would, different story. That's true. And I think it Actually, would have been a different story. Make a mark. I have a pen right here. Make a mark. We need to revisit that position with a, with with heels on. All right. Because that would be hot. Actually, we didn't think about it in the moment. Um, although, we well, I I did briefly. Like, I, if I could poke him with my heel, because you <laughs> like a good shoe, and it would put the shoe like right up there in your face. So. I am a heels man. That's that's no doubt about it. <laughs> You are heels, man. So then we tried this other one called Pointed Passion. So imagine the guy is laying on the ground. And then, again, if you're familiar with yoga, it's like you're the, the guy's almost in plow. So arms are flat on the ground. Back is, like, lifted. Legs are lifted. And then the woman is, like, holding the man's legs and sitting on top. I couldn't hold your legs. The video, or, like, the video. The, 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 picture, the picture makes it look funny. It it. It's funny picture the, the just the position. It's hard to describe it, but the woman just like like picking up the man's legs. And yeah, just, like and I'm I'm holding the man up and sitting on him and fucking him. Like if you have a little man, like a smaller man or a more petite man, you could do this. But there's no way. Like it, it just well, did not work. Be, yeah, or the man has to be like really capable, position, like like gymnast style. Where imagine, you can hold your back and legs up in the for, air. For the listeners out there, imagine for the for a woman. Imagine there was a, a log that had fallen, and <laughs> you needed to lift it up and lift drag it. Up. it well, no, lift and it and fuck it. Lift it so, like, not just fuck it while it was sitting on the ground, but you needed to lift it so it was angled up. Like, you yeah. needed to get it a good couple of feet off the ground. You lift one and end of it, yeah, off the lift, ground, lift and one then end, fuck it, and then and then fuck it where the head, you know, the the head and shoulder area is like like the fulcrum spot, and like you're like lifting it up. And so, yeah, just imagine. That's a good way to put it. I hadn't thought of that. But, yeah, imagine you're, you're lifting a log and then fucking said log. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work like, out. Like, like straddling you, the log. You were too Lift, big of a log. Like, yeah, like, like straddling, <laughs> straddling the log. And then you're, you're reaching down between your legs to pull it up. Um, so that, yeah, that, that position was a bust. <laughs> yeah. But while we were trying to get into Down and Dizzy, which is the one where like half your body's on on the bed or like elevated and the other half is on the ground. Your upper body's on the ground. We we decided the bed was just too high. We we don't have that high of a bed, but it's too high. I'm a short person. Mm-hmm. So we decided to put our legs up on a chair that's in our bedroom instead, like a, like a a lounge chair, not a folding chair. And no, we just have like a regular like I don't know, like a chair that you we yeah. we just have a chair in we our bedroom. A chair in our bedroom. <laughs> so so while we were doing that, we we ended up discovering where if I had my legs up on the chair and you straddled me from behind rather than putting your legs up on the chair, yeah, like you were in the position. Imagine you it were trying. Well. Imagine you were trying to do push-ups with your legs up. Inclined push-ups. So like you had you put your legs up on a chair and yeah. were doing push-ups, and so like you were supporting yourself, mm-hmm. the shoulders up, and, and then, then you then, came and attacked and me. And I come, me. And then I yeah, I come from behind and. Basically, I'm doing basic. I'm doing pretty basically squats, fucking you. sumo squat. Yeah, like like, like yeah, a sumo squat because I have to get, you know, a fairly wide stance. And Maybe then, that's just because of my ass. I don't know. <laughs> and then and then squat down. And so I mean, it, you know, we haven't really been evaluating these in terms of their workout. This position felt great. Like this is a position that after we had gone through a round of like testing positions. Well, and we, we, decided f- to go we found this one, like we, we got into this position while trying to do the True. other position. And then I went back and found that we were like, this has got to be a position in the book. But this is, this, this is, is rear entry. This is one that we decided to go back and finish in. Like we had, we were in this position then we wanted to try out other positions and we're like, okay, no, these are all, none of these are great, but let's go back to that one. And, um, this is a position we ended up finishing in. And we haven't really been talking about these, um, 
from the exercise perspective because sex positions are I mean the it's a this book is a novelty from the workout position or with the workout aspect. Yeah. I think it's just fun to have different positions like And it's fun to think about, oh yeah, I am working out my my legs more well, or Well, it upper makes body. you more cognizant of yeah. of maybe what you know, what you're working out. Like even the one earlier where we were, you know, you're on the bed with the lit, with with your knees up facing each other, like you realize, oh, we we actually have to grab our arms and we're pulling against each other, so you actually are work like, like you're kind of like like you're feeling the tension and, and the workout yeah. like, like your forearms you are getting counterbalance the forearms like, like, you're not really used to but here in this position um this rear entry position um i could really feel like from the from my perspective it was a great squat like a great mm-hmm. leg uh position like i really felt it and then for you it's like you're in a, a plank um it's not like up. i mean you were you were i was in an elevated plank the whole time yeah yeah that's true um i i i said like because i don't know if I've never planked. I was. I'm always doing that position in um, for, for push-ups. If I'm doing mm-hmm. a workout that, and I'm following a video that does that as push-ups, I've never just done it as a plank or just holding it. Like I don't know if that works out the same way that it would if you're just planking on the ground. Um, yeah, it just works your core more if your legs are elevated. Um, but it was it was a great position, and so that's Agreed. one that we'll totally re- revisit. So, so I'd say for that, the book is a win. Now, I imagine, because we want to go through this book over the course of the next year, I, I doubt we're going to go into every no, position in this kind of detail, but but I want to call out the winners. I think I w- every few months or not, I'm not going to lock us in and say every, every episode. I mean, I agree. I could say. I, I think mean, it's monotonous, too. Well, if we had like a segment, like, you know, checking in like a couple of minutes of, I mean, I could see it. We need to have checking in on, checking in on pegging. Well, that's well. We said, <laughs> I believe I said earlier in an episode, um, just I, two or three episodes ago, like that I was going to be pegging in 2020. So I haven't. We were going to do Clock it. Is ticking. A couple of nights ago, and then we had a great sex session, um, and then just a regular sex session. And we were going to peg after that, and we were both content with the session, and so we did. We we didn't. And I specifically was like, all right, I want to have a good orgasm now, so I can fuck his brains out later. But I think we <laughs> should. Um, um, revisit this episode or revisit this topic this book um at least a few times if Agreed. not if not you know i want to um, call out every some other of the good ones so. Where call we, out the duds like there's going to be some no, in here that make you laugh i think there's going to be more duds than not to be honest i no, unless I agree. there's some that are really ridiculous duds. Well, and that's what i'm getting at just the the crazy ones well so hold on we'll get to that in a second i but i think we should highlight the really great ones so tonight the rear entry um legs up like like and so this would be a position if you have um some people have the like footstools at the, at the end of their bed. Oh, that's a or good one. Or if you have one, a yeah. fairly lower, or if you have a lower bed where it's not yep. uncomfortable for a woman to, um, yep. to to put her legs up on, and then the man gets from from behind and basically just squats and fucks her that way. Like that's that's a this is a great position. Um, and so I, th- I think we should just call out the really great positions as, as as we discover them. There, the authors had to have had to have some fun when they were writing this because the the names of some of these are so funny. Like <laughs> I just came across one called Hump for Joy. So we were just gonna, so actually I want to transition us from this to talking about the sex session that kept us from anal because or from from pegging because we discovered a, a Superman Dirty Dancing connection. <laughs> we did. So there are a handful of um, um, porn porn that came out around, like, between, like, 2013 and, like, 2017, I'd say, mm-hmm. that are, like, um, they're, like, set in the DC, like, the porn DC universe. Yeah, where, I like, mean, parodies in porn. Yeah, are, porn, porn DC they universe. They go hand in hand. Like, they are, there's, like, parodies of the DC movie Man of Steel and the Christopher Reeve. And being a huge Superman fan, and um, you know the, the sex, um, I, I, like whatever, like consumer, like where things involve sexual things. Yeah, it's things. the Venn diagram of Superman and sex. Well, no, but just and where being they that, overlap. Being, yeah, exactly. Being that person. Well, what do you call somebody who's like, like myself, where like I like, you like consume, sex and you like Superman, like erotica, I guess, like yeah. sex and sexual things and whatever. So of course, like if there's Superman porns out there, I'm going to check them out, and there are, and. You're a giant Dirty Dancing fan. I th- think we can talk about it on this show. At least. Um, um, and so, well, we discovered that the person who plays Superman in, like, five or six of these porn parodies also plays Johnny Castle in yep. the Dirty Dancing One porn One and the parody. same man. Superman, Johnny Castle 
are the same porn man. Ryan Driller. And I don't know what he's up to these days. Like he hasn't, he's not doing any more uh, porn or um, parody porn. He, yeah. he hasn't played two, two Superman in a while. But I mean, he was like for like four, he's done like four or five years movies for, for, for like four or five years there. He was like the porn su- su- Superman. He was uh, in among like, other porn. Actors, well, yeah, he yeah. had among like you know he was pretty active in that lots time of period. Other, but in like I know him mostly from the like five or six films he was in. And I know th- this was a few years ago, actually, probably. Um, embarrassingly, like probably like four, three or four years ago, knowing that you were the big Dirty Dancing fan, I discovered there's a a Dirty Dancing porn parody. And so I bought it digitally. And Mm -hmm. then we just had never got around to it until just recently. And we were watching, there's opening credits and we're watching. I was like, and we just got on the topic of recognized his cock. No, I'm kidding. We we got on the topic of like, just looking at the credits because they do sort of like a intro there's there's an intro sequence to sort of so show all the like uh, yeah. actors and whatever like brief snippets of scenes you'll see later and we noticed that, or I noticed I, th- I think that guy who played Superman or you mentioned oh and you know and Ryan Driller as Johnny Castle or something like, like like that I'm like oh that's the guy who played Superman and so uh, just a huge uh, d- dirty dancing connection um, and and Superman for us so funny like we had made this, us like, laugh we yeah. had this triple X connection but I also wanted to bring it up because. I haven't actually watched a um, nice produced porn in a while. So we had a really great session because we said, well, we're going to watch. We, we keep setting these arbitrary like limit or like things where, okay, we're going to do this in 2020. We're going to peg in 2020. We're like, oh, well. It's good, though, because we're not well, swinging. Well, that's so true. Let's, and, let's and, set some sex goals for like, ourselves. We're, we're going to finish. Uh, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to watch the Dirty Dancing porn. Because, I mean, frankly, we're having a lot of sex. I mean, that's we're still, true. we're fucking a lot. And we don't. But we don't normally when when we watch porn we we typically watch it you know a sex scene at a time mm-hmm. so even though the movie itself the, the Dirty Dancing parodies as long as like a movie you know it's like an hour and a half um, however many sex sex scenes are in there probably six or seven mm-hmm. we're like oh, okay, okay that's six or seven sessions because we'll, it's gonna take us a while because we'll watch a, movie. a session maybe we'll do one later today but we just might but um, I really appreciate it because I have not watched you know. You go on, I just, you know, you go on, like, the your, your U-porns or whatever, and, we're, and we typically will watch the free porn that is there. And um, it was really nice. I, I really appreciated having, like, our nice produced porn. I agree. The woman was fucking, the, who plays Penny in the movie, was, she was pretty fucking She had some hot. good tits, yeah. And they had The a, guy had a nice, nice, long, good-looking cock. So. They had a nice sex a really nice sex scene. And it was had, much longer than I expected for an opening sequence, too. We had some great sex during it, and that's what... Um, we actually didn't uh, get to pegging because of it, but I just wanted to shout out. Well, first mention the our um, dirty dancing Superman connection through yeah. through porn, no less. I mean, I mean, I guess if I really racked my brain, I could probably like find like some other connection. Um, yeah. Or do like six degrees, like you know, this person was with. Uh, oh, I'm sure they're connected Patrick in that Swayze way somehow. And, yeah. Like figure out like some 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 obscure connection, but we have a direct connection. The same person who played Superman played Johnny Castle. In porn. In porn. Um, but <laughs> so it, it did, did you have any thoughts about the... So we we had talked about, oh, should we watch the movie and do a, a review of The Dirty Dancing, which maybe, maybe, maybe we will, because by the time we watch the next episode, or by the, by the time we, we record the next episode, we will have watched the whole movie, so we could. But did you just did you have any thoughts? Like, I just hadn't watched a sex scene in a while. Yeah, it was, it was good, and... It's easy for us to compare it because I think earlier in that week we had wanted to just put on porn. And so I went to porn and I was looking for – I just wanted to put on like a group gangbang, kind of an orgy kind of sex scene. Just something for the – Yeah, just something to have it on the background. Your everyday like background. Yeah, just, just background TV, <laughs> yeah, whatever. No, but and, and I was having the hardest time like finding a decent video that was more than five minutes long. Like I had to set the filters and all that. And, and I was I was like – just pick something and so then you even you took probably a good 30 minute 30 not 30 minutes a good 30 to 45 seconds or maybe even a minute trying to find something and when you're ready to go you don't want to be fucking around Although on I your did tablet find one that was pretty good you but did but it, it took a while it did it did and even, even then the then quality wasn't the greatest it wasn't it was, it was I... just shot from behind it was one one shot just like single camera from behind of guys fucking girls in in like like lawn chairs or beach chairs or whatever and by like poolside. Yeah, it was it was hot. But you just appreciate like watching a nice produced porn 
And for for me, usually, usually when I watch porn, I will actually gravitate more towards the less produced stuff when I'm watching. Um, me too. Um, a little bit more of the like I don't the, do a search. I usually for end up with like the amateur. I actually don't too. do a search for amateur, but I usually like try to go a, a little bit away from like the the lighting that because you can just tell when you're looking at these thumbnails that you know this yeah. is a, pr- a produced porn versus not um, as produced, but. I just got a shout out. I had it was awesome. I just hadn't seen a scene in a while. Mm-hmm. It was probably a good oh twenty minute scene. We used to it watch like Vixen. Um, we used to watch more or Vivid, porn. not Vixen, Vivid. Vivid. Yeah, we actually used to watch more produced porns. Um, nowadays, typically when, when when we put porn on, it's just find something on you on you porn. But I think we got to get back to watching some I more agree. stuff like this because that and we have hot. we have a decent Vivid collection that we need to just dive back into. And I should probably. Um, not not i'm not saying that i would want to actually watch them all the time with you but i should probably like i, I give a shout out to all those superman porns and stuff i should probably actually buy them i actually pirated the, all of those but you bought dirty dancing so well, i did buy dirty dancing so i want to give a shout out to um i think it's called omg omg it's dirty dancing triple x parody i think if you actually want to f- track it down out there and uh, yeah, I got it for you. Probably we were in the old house, so it had to have been you know at least three years ago. Yeah, that I bought it. Well, and and we're, and we're only one scene in, so I can't say how closely it follows the story at all yet. And, well, and we know the next scene is going to be with the parents. So that's, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So Doctor and and Mrs. Houseman, which Mr. Houseman, baby's <laughs> baby's dad, is played by Evan Stone. So, so funny stuff. Wrapping up, I wanted to do a holiday themed Mary Fuck Blow. Mary Boff Kill, Beyonce, Paula Abdul, and Oprah. Dude, that's beyond easy. Boff Beyonce, Kill Paula, Mary Oprah. So we hadn't done a, or it feels like we haven't done a Mary Fuck Blow in a little while. Um, why don't you go first? I have my three. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm going to give the caveat because I was going to give this, when I was going to give you my um, three options. Mm-hmm. Or, and, and we said four before. Like sometimes there's also just a, you know, that like way you can kill. toss one out. Yeah. Um, Tonight's only going to be three, but I was going to say that you had the option of like choosing the actor, just like the sexiest, you know, maybe a red carpet or like the actor or like them as in their character. Well, good, because mine are three actors who have played Santa Claus. I do not find Santa Claus sexy. So (laughs) thank you for giving me that. So mine was going to be just like any of these actors who have any, any of these three actors who have played Santa Claus. You know, think of like the sexiest time you've yeah. seen them. I'll give you the same option because Mrs. Claus is also not known for her being sexy, although, although she if, makes a mean cookie. Although if if one of them, it well, if, let me hear the three that you've selected. All right, so your three to choose from. The first one is Elizabeth Mitchell, who plays the principal and Mrs. Claus in The Santa Claus. Yeah, so, we had those, Santa Claus series. We had those movies on earlier today. I was gonna, and she's the one who was about to say like, if yeah, you she's picture, not bad. She's pretty fucking hot. Yeah, so that's Elizabeth Mitchell. So that's that's choice number one. Choice number two is Miranda Richardson, who um, she's briefly in Fred Claus. She plays Mrs. Claus in Fred I got, Claus. I gotta I got see a picture. I can't even picture her. And then choice number three. Well, I can take her out because I have two other choices. Shelley Long, who plays in the Marian Laws, and Goldie Hawn, who right, is briefly in Christmas of... Chronicles. Well, and so if I get to pick the sex, like, but you I... know Shelley Long, I assume, and you know Goldie Hawn. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Miranda Richardson. I feel like I haven't seen her in things. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the um, the the one from the Santa the the Santa Claus movies with Tim Allen. Yeah. Um, she's so I'm gonna pick her. As my th- one, one of my three, um, she well, 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 the others you just said were. We'll go with Shelley Long because I assume you she- know her. She- Shelley Long, and then the the third one was um, oh Goldie Hawn, yeah. All right. Well, I don't find Shelley Long attractive in the slightest, so she can um, she can give me a blowjob, um, or maybe I fuck her. Doggy style. I don't look at her face because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll fuck her. I'll fuck Shelly Long. Um, you guys should me a picture of her as Mrs. Claus because I. I'd never even seen that whatever movie you're referencing, but I'll fuck her doggy style if I don't have to look at her. Um, <laughs> okay. Goldie Hawn when she was younger. Yeah. I, she was pretty hot. She played Mrs. Claus now, like more recently, Goldie Hawn. But I'll give you younger Goldie Hawn. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, I will um, 
Well, I already said I'd fuck Shelly Long, but she could. She, so I guess I'd, I'd let Goldie Hawn give me a blowjob. Here's a picture of Shelly Long actually, and, and the Mary in laws. Oh, yeah, take that. Yeah, Mary, I'll fuck her. I'll fuck her doggy style so I don't look at her. Um, <laughs> She's actually not bad when you see like normal pictures of her, by the way, but. Oh, yeah, I. I don't hate her, but she's she's not like I don't know. She's seventy one now. I don't so think she, well, she's but, granny age. But I'm like picking, and I can't like not think of her in Cheers. So, but I I I will um, eat out Goldie Hawn. I was I was gonna say I'll let Goldie Hawn um, blow me, but Goldie she also Hawn, played Carrie Brady. Carol Goldie Brady, Hawn is pretty hot. Like back back in her like when when she was younger, and I bet she's I don't know something. I I I going down on her would be pretty awesome, and then. I guess I'd marry. I bet she's had work on that punani. She's. She, I bet she's kept that thing. Yeah, I bet she's tight. Fucking, yeah, I. I kind of agree with you. And um, <laughs> the woman from uh, who plays Mrs. Claus in this in the Tim Allen Santa Claus movies, she was in Lost. Also, that's. Oh, her. that's right. She was. She's um, pretty hot in Lost too. She's hot too. Like I wouldn't mind fucking her, but I've left her. The only position I've left her is to marry, and I'll I'll marry her. She seems, you know, she seems like she would. She, she she isn't like a sex pot, but she isn't you know she's pretty yeah. hot. She's she probably would be fun. She's in your league. So okay. um so I'll, I'll I will marry her. What was her name again? Elizabeth Mitchell. All right. So your three are sticking with the Santa Claus, uh, Tim Allen. So you have Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. You have Billy Bob Thornton from Bad Santa. Oh, I'm not a Billy Bob fan, but that's okay. some people are. Uh, I know. And then and then Kurt Russell from the Christmas Chronicles, which we were just discussing prior to recording. Okay. And and again, you can pick any of these act like in like the sexiest like when you're like, "Ooh, I don't like in the, yeah. this, like, the sexiest in, in role. the sexiest version of themselves or whatever." So, so Tim Allen, I would have to probably just marry because I think he's like I think he basically plays himself in most of his roles and he just seems like the most normal kind of guy. Like he's not particularly attractive to me, but he's not unattractive. So I could deal with it. So so Tim Allen is my Mary. And then I am not a fan of Billy Bob Thornton. And the thought of blowing him bothers me. And the thought of fucking him also bothers me. Because I just think of... He can um, eat you out, too. I always think of... I always have to remind myself, when the Mary fuck blow, that's, the that's blow the only, could be like... That's the only option for the Billy Bob Thornton, is he he would have to eat me out and, <laughs> and like not look at me. But, yeah. So... What about the opposite, where, like... Does it work the same way? Like, where, you know, I said I would, you know, fuck Shelly Law and Doggy, so I don't have to look at her face... What about like would it work like the same way? Like, would you get fucked, doggy style, so you have to look at his face? Um, I, I, be no, because I don't want him to. I don't. I, I wouldn't want him to fuck me. But <laughs> so what I would do is I imagine like laying on the bed with like my ass right on the edge of the bed, and then he's like kneeling on the ground, so I don't really have to look him in the eye at all. <laughs> That's how I would do it. So so Billy Bob Thornton can eat me out. Yeah, I'm just not not a big fan of him. I'm and there's. There's a movie where he's like fucking a chick from behind in a hotel room. I'm trying to think of what it is. It's like not a very, um, it's not a movie that like leaves you feeling very good about yourself after watching it. And I can't remember what it was. Anyway, long story short, Billy Bob Thornton is going to eat me out. And so then that means I'm having sex with Kurt Russell. And I'm not having sex with present day Kurt Russell. I'm having sex with Kurt Russell from like, um, like L.A., whatever that movie is where he's got we, the eye patch, yeah, like, where he's a, a badass. You're not a huge 80s person, but he was... He was big in the 80s, well, yeah. All, like, he has some role, like, He was a heartthrob, or, like, you know, where... Monster's he, Ball is the movie I'm thinking oh, of. Oh, I've not, have. not seen that. I have not seen Monster's Ball. But, yeah, back in the Escape from um, New York, Escape from... L.A. was later. L.A. was, like, early 90s, but, like, 80s, like, Escape from L.A., Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Um, that, that's the, the version of Kurt Russell that I would... He's got long hair, but I can look past it. Like, that's the version of Kurt Russell. All right. he, he can fuck me all day. <laughs> all right, everyone. And with that, happy holidays. You want to tell them where they could? Um... Yeah, email us at swingingaround at gmail.com. No G at the end of swinging. Or we could just say one G in the whole thing. But anyway. You're, uh, you're, it's, the, the catchphrase has always been no G at the end of swinging. That's been the whole. around at gmail.com. No G at the end of swinging. Rate us and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Write we us, love to get those ratings. Yeah, write us. Um, shoot us an email. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. And then what about Twitter? We're just swinging around on Twitter. No G at the end of swinging. All right, everybody. Stay sexy and stay swinging.
So those of you who have lasted to the end of the credits, I just have to say I was just getting ready to export um, to you know get this edited and, and uploaded. This is episode 69, it bitches. It is 69. That's right. I put that in the <laughs> fucking show notes, too. Did you? Oh, wait. I did. did, did oh, in the show well, notes. I was gonna, yeah. In the show notes, I wrote, like, episode 69. <laughs> and then, fuck ass. <laughs> Six, fuck it up. I, I just think, it just popped in my head, like, the... We're and, talking all about sex positions, well, I, I, too. I was just thinking <laughs> about Bill and Ted, like, when they're at the Circle K, and they're like, what, like, to prove to themselves, like, what numbers are we thinking of? 69, dude. <laughs> So episode, happy episode 69 <laughs> to anybody who listened to the end of the credits, because I'm not going to put this before the credits, so you got to listen to the end of the credits. So if you listen to the end, you get this little coda here. It's a little 69, coda. dude. All right. Happy holidays. <laughs>